Hi guys, welcome to Empower with me Minakshi and a very happy new year to you. So, new year, new dreams, new hopes and desires as well. But most of all a new beginning and Empower is here hand in hand with you through it all. Following this mantra in today's podcast, our special guest today is the perfect example of a true gentleman who symbolizes empower for me an inspirational figure self-taught hard-working confident man who is not only a go-getter but a giver in every way too i think if i had to sum his entire persona up in a sentence i would say a genuinely warm articulate kind person with stars in his eyes and making his dreams come true not only for his home family colleagues and society but on a global scale too and aiming to conquering it all with passion and consistency is what the dynamic jimmy mystery is all about a self-taught designer hotelier and entrepreneur he launched his passion project the dela group which has created a double decade legacy across seven business verticals already my that's a lot great accomplishments honestly let's hear this business leader as he shares his inspiration creativity and the genesis of the brand so i'm very excited to have you here today jimmy and uh, welcome to empower and what i would like to ask you to begin with let's just get straight into it uh what about design inspired you to build your entire work life around it i know design is what drives you you have multiple passions and you're excellent at all of them but what was your driving force minakshi first of all thank you for having me it's my it's my privilege to sit across a friend and discuss about what i do design is i i like i keep saying that i got into the business of design by default business of design got into me i didn't get into the business of design because i'm not a qualified designer or an architect while in school i used to tinker and modify cycles while in college i used to modify motorcycles and uh, it was all subconsciously leading to design modification customization but never realized what i was getting into mm-hmm. as soon as i dropped out of college i started a small pest control firm and since then i have always gone into the world of design via contracting via design furniture manufacturing trading but at the end of the day every business that i do today is tied up with a common thread of design uh be it be it in hospitality creating experiences using design thinking as a daunting hat and and trying to create and innovate new businesses so new generation businesses like uh, counter terrorism training academy for civilians yes. it's all to do with the world of design and how the entire theme has been implemented across to the t that people rave about it's all thanks to design even even dela by geometry the new chain of stores we are setting up we are designing 2500 products there mm-hmm. so it's it's all to do with the world of design in experiential hospitality creating new experiences each day it's again to do with the world of design mm-hmm. and uh, be it be it second homes that we design and and construct and sell all 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 these six businesses are tied up with one common thread of design okay lovely so as you said earlier to me when we were having a chat uh you said the concept of pin to piano so i love that term can you expand on that for me please uh, uh so 
I've been I've been designing for close to about 25 years mm -hmm. and most of these years have gone into turnkey design. Mm -hmm. uh, we decided somewhere in 2013 14 that we wanted to step out of turnkey design so I could scale up and get bring in volumes across. Okay. The thought process behind this was uh, not to do bespoke design client by client but rather do design that democratized design that more people can take advantage and benefit of mm -hmm. at a certain cost point. So we started designing products and themes rather than designing projects for clients okay and that is that is where the inception of dela by geometry the chain of stores has happened yeah. we are putting up a digital store so mm -hmm. 50000 square feet showroom in dela in lonavla and uh, remaining is going to be online mm -hmm. the luxury interior store yeah we've designed uh, through 30 product categories 2500 products all designed and manufactured by us stocked by us warehouse by us and now going to be entering into a unique uh, interior retail experience that people in india have not been experiencing mm -hmm. something on the lines of restoration hardware globally okay. or visionaire globally that kind of retail experience and exposure will be given to our clients when they walk into these stores uh it's going to be concepts mm -hmm. and by the numbers not just one or two or four or five mm -hmm. so we have 50 living rooms 50 bedrooms and people can select what they want they can mix and match they can walk in with their designers and and select we'll help them to kind of understand our design ideology slightly more and they can select products from there yeah. these are cutting edge designs uh, globally designs which are not passe or done their time these are designs which are very much rocking right now in new york or in milan either at meso or at uh, salone Yeah, so people people will have a much much better experience of interiors and selecting interior products and materials than they've ever had in India so far. Yeah, and from small to the largest thing possible. Everything one across. Room. So that's fantastic. I love how you've integrated. You know, your daughters are so enterprising. They're the new millennials who are taking this forward. And you know, you've always been an icon for all of them. You've gone from like you said, you know, pest control to. you know conquering the world probably now uh, you know so the thing is um, as things are changing i mean of course a lot of things are written about dela but i really want to know from you what does dela stand for you besides what you've already told us and you know what is it from for you for your family what does it really mean to you so dela is my life mm -hmm. uh, we we've given i take my work very very seriously we've given our life and soul into creating this brand dela and uh, it's it's me so brand jimmy mystery and dela are are synonymous as far as personally emotionally professionally uh right from the beginning when people were creating different brands and wanting to do businesses in different brands and mitigate their risk we took that risk and did every business in one brand because we believed in putting 100% into the products we create uh and be it be it the resort be it adventure park be it counter terrorism all of it has been has been dela and hence for me it's synonymous dela is to be synonymous with luxury uh, mm -hmm. dela is to be synonymous with a lot of brand trust mm -hmm. uh, so when you say dela you would not take it lightly you you know something serious is coming up mm -hmm. and that's the reputation we've been able to establish for ourselves so when we say we're going to get into interiors people know it's not going to be light hearted going to china italy buying and selling mm -hmm. jimmy will not do that yeah. and that's that's what people would take it seriously they know to expect something larger than life yeah. they know to expect something cutting edge in technology expect something that's different so when we say we are launching a new resort people people are having an expectation from us yeah. and when we exceed those expectations we feel uh, we've done justice to our job yeah perfect uh, sorry you were saying no so it it i think i play a lot of emphasis on brand trust and which is where most people take it lightly especially during the formative years of the brand 
for me brand trust is is super important it's more important than your own personal brand mm-hmm. so people to have a certain amount of trust factor yeah. and uh, for me dela fortunately has managed to create that So now, when when customers uh, listen to the word Dela, and if you are into any vertical in business, mm-hmm. people take it with respect, and they know what to expect from the brand. Yeah. So I think that's the essence of everything you're in, whether it's homes, whether it's hospitality, because the personal touch, the personal involvement, right. as well as the fact that you want to create a great experience, whether it is for their personal space or a space that they're going to for a holiday, or for an adventure park, or whether it is. to ensure security like you say about counter terrorism and i think your essence comes through in absolutely. all of these you know what you're trying to say and the essence of empower for us is absolutely that to empower you to bring out the best in every situation in every environment so i think it ties in beautifully with what we're trying to portray across Super. from our platform too it does so while you're an inspiration to many who has been your inspiration Well, I've had different people inspire me at different points in my time and my life and my work life. Uh, right in the beginning, uh, it used to be uh, business houses and people. So, as a contractor, when I would get into architects' offices, I would be inspired by them, and I would understand their method of working, their way of working. Uh, one of the people who inspired me was your father-in-law when I when I went into uh, now Taj. Then it was a different name. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and and I still remember him sitting in the basement and working, and me approaching him with some Italian furniture pieces I was trying to sell. So people, <laughs> different people have inspired me at different points in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, apart from designers and architects, people who inspired me are businessmen. So when we started doing turnkey interior projects. Uh, we would get an exposure to managements, mm-hmm. uh, be it uh, be it individual family-run businesses or be it multinational CEOs. I would end up dealing with managements of each of these corporate headquarters that we've designed. Yeah. Uh, somebody who I definitely whose name I take very often is Rajiv Bajaj. Mm-hmm. Uh, I designed Bajaj Auto headquarters, uh, and that is the time Rajiv had just taken over from Rahul ji, and he was bringing about a sea change in whole of Bajaj uh, Auto per se. I love the way the calmness with which he used to work. I would be hyper at my work, and I would see <laughs> Rajiv, uh, you know, handling business which was a thousand times in multiples than us, and yet being so calm. Seven o'clock, going for yoga, and his cabin door was always open. So when I would compare Rajiv's professional management methodologies, uh, he would be sitting and designing uh, products for the next five years on the horizon. So for the first time in my life, I came across an individual who was thinking in business not for today or working for today, but working five years down the line. when i would compare it to other lala organizations mm-hmm. who were just throwing money and designing their offices i would understand the difference in management methodologies and styles Correct. and the caliber okay. and when you compare it to large multinationals and i would compare it to large business houses and how uh, the entrepreneur driven organization even though it had grown its size and large but their presidents and vice presidents were struggling to discuss each other's cabin sizes mm-hmm. and hence their visions were not aligned with the owner and the founder okay. this taught me it was a self learning curve in management mm-hmm. across the length and breadth of the country we've done projects from guwahati to mumbai to delhi bangalore and south and chennai and calcutta but across the length and breadth of the country when you when you interact with management's closely you start understanding and this is what developed into a management bandwidth where my scope of services was just not design mm-hmm. but i would take over the entire gamut of activities of an organization i would also design brand i would also design the kind of look and feel of the brand i would design their management hierarchy patterns i would interfere with their hr departments flatten their structures i have even designed advertisements and ad agencies for those brands that i have designed and oh. given the design brief for them 
so which was far exceeding my scope of work yeah. and i had become some kind of a champion who would who would understand strategy brand positioning brand aspiration from management what are the missing links internal communication external communication so giving an example when i designed ad factors we brought in 19 offices together one of the companies ad factors own is a hardcore branding agency chlorophyll but i was with kiran kalab designing chlorophyll uh, internal communication across for ad factors okay so it was it was great to meet such amazing people like kiran yeah. kalab and all but I've I've given I've given a brief and opinions for uh, Lintus at some point in time for ads for various clients. So it is it has been a great journey. Mm. But this management bandwidth mm. has helped me in the later part of my my career to establish my own businesses and roll out one business after the other, which are tied up by design but distinctly different in their whole approach. Nice. So it, I I love how fascinating it is to see all your creativity flowing into different areas. So from design to advertising to promoting to even. relationships with people you know because as i see you have a huge set of people that you work with a lot of teams and you know everyone one on one so i think again the personal touch and the personal interactions go a long way you know and uh, what i wanted to ask you is now a few very quick questions you know these are for all the you know people who look up to you the young entrepreneurs or even for fun you know sometimes because that's what life is all about i mean it's all work 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 i know you're amazingly you know enterprising and ambitious however how do you see okay if you had to name your one iconic design not a project a design or okay if not your own then you can even name somebody's like an iconic design for you for me dela tower this building is okay. is iconic it actually is stunning yeah uh, it is 21 floors of persian art and architecture put into mm. a building that too from a man who can't draw straight lines so you tell me i can't draw straight line but i can sit with the most professional artist okay. very seasoned ones and tell them what's wrong in scaling tell them what's wrong in detailing and correct them out so it's a collaborative effort okay and uh, and and this project is is a lot more closer to my heart than anything else so far Absolutely. because it, it kind of gives me a gratification uh-huh or for the first time a parsi creating something that has never been done by any other parsi rani zartosti in the country recreating persian art and architecture yeah. in its in its original form mm-hmm. in its original contextual form and not in uh, any inspired uh, value adds done to the design i love to keep art and design to its original contextual form rather than having artist impression come and work on it So this project definitely uh, is number one on my list compared to anything else. So on a personal note, I really want to add the first time I visited here, and very graciously you all had had us over at your home, and it's a palatial home. Everyone, if you're lucky enough to ever visit it, uh, you were so amazing at standing and receiving everyone, and I mean that is your warmth and hospitality, of course, you and Delna, so your beautiful wife. However, also the element where you explain to us about the Persian architecture at the entrance, you know, can you tell us a little bit about? Can you tell our listeners a little bit about it? How you have integrated a bit of history, a bit of you know mythology, a bit of you know your religion. I don't know the apt word for it. A combination of all these things in the in the entrances and you know in the design aspect. So the inspiration was pretty simple. Two thousand six, I got into uh, Iranian and Persian art and architecture when I restored. Uh, the other parsi colony agyari had no no idea what i was getting into i had no clue about restoration i self learned it and as god would bless me i got the urban heritage architects award the first non qualified architect getting urban heritage architects award for restoration that's uh, so that that was a turning point and got me more passionate about restorations followed by me becoming uh, setting up a, a ngo for parsi priests their wives and children and working with the community 
2008 I stood for elections for Bombay Parsi Panchayat and was elected to the Parsi Panchayat, the oldest registered institution in the country. It's more than 350 years old registered institution in continuation. I served there for seven years. So my, 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 my take with the community has been a far more deeper than what people know and think of. It's just not designed. I realized that we are not able to inspire as Parsis, Iranis, Russians, not able to inspire the next generation. The best way to inspire them, you cannot show them things in ruin and always keep talking of the past. Is to show them something which is concurrent, current and yet very inspirational. And that's where my quest for getting in things from palaces in Persia, in Iran, Pasagarde, Susa, Persepolis and bringing those architectural elements and creating on this building. Mm -hmm. So that was the whole idea. Uh, we have an exhibition center, we have a little prayer space at the, at the entrance of the building. And uh, we try to cover almost all the stories and aspects that go, which are which are the root of our, our Zoroastrian culture. Nice. And so that these stories can be narrated to our current generation and future generations uh, for time to come. Okay, lovely. And uh, now that we're down to the future generations, this perfectly leads on to the next question. Uh, what would your advice be to um, young entrepreneurs, you know? Um, young people who look up to you or who would like to pursue careers in design who have energies and creative juices flowing like you which you call hyper but I don't I think if they are put to, to you know in the right direction beautiful things come out of it so what would be your advice uh, to you know people who are aspiring to be in design in you know interiors in hospitality any of these fields that you so you know eagerly pursue be it design, be it entrepreneurship, be it anything that you do in life, I think you need to follow your passion. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's critical and that's known to everybody. It's not a secret. However, there is a there's an overrider. Uh, passion, uh, when you follow and persevere, uh, it, there has to be a certain amount of consistency. Most people go wrong over there. They do it. They're unsuccessful. They give up. Okay. So that giving up is is not in my dictionary. I've struggled. I've, I, I, I'm even today struggling. It's not easy to run six businesses and we are setting up a seventh business very very difficult but consistency yes. uh, allows you to kind of excel mm -hmm. also you put other people before your own interests so you do not set up a business there has to be a purpose mm -hmm. in your design you want to get into design there has to be a purpose your purpose cannot be making money making money has to be a byproduct and this is again the second point where most people go wrong they want to do a certain thing because they'll make money mm -hmm. making money will happen no matter what you do it's a byproduct there has to be a purpose has to be larger than making money larger than life to support others, to help others, to make other people's lives on this earth a better place, to leave this earth a better place. If that is the kind of vision that gets into added with your passion, uh, you're sure to succeed in whatever you do and you'll make a name for yourself no matter what. Lovely. So, so it, you're absolutely right in life, I think, and this is such a growing awareness now globally that it's all about giving back. It's about having a purpose. It's not just about chasing. I mean, if anything this year has taught us, it's about it's not just about money, you know, everything can stand still at one point, but what purpose, what are we leaving the world with is something that's very significant. So now, um, since you said you're working on your next big project, and I know it's all in, in a bit hush-hush right now, uh, can you just tell us at least a little bit, give our listeners something to look forward to? Well, it's, uh, we, 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 are, we are busy setting up a global community of mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, professionals and young leaders. And it exactly emanates from the same belief system of trying to impact the world positively mm -hmm. and in as large a form as I can impact it. Okay. So that whole institution that we are setting up is exactly uh, to do that. 
it's going to cause a positive impact not just in India, in society, with the world of entrepreneurs, professionals or young leaders. It's going to cause an impact globally. And to be the first uh, institution, such institution out of India, uh, which is dealing with the intellectual world, which is dealing with the high and mighty globally across, because most of these institutions have always been coming out of US or UK, they've never come out of India. Uh, this is going to be the first such institution. We are at a very advanced stage and very soon, hopefully, we should be able to come and unwrap uh, what we've created and launch it. Uh, we are we are itching to launch our portal. We are itching to launch our social media and go across to the media and tell them what we are doing. Yes. Uh, but uh, it's still a few weeks away, okay. and uh, <laughs> hopefully we should be able to uh, beat or bring it on target and really create an impact. The noise of which should be heard by the high and mighty, not just in the country but globally, from Wall Street uh, to to the British government. We should be able to I, get get this institution known. Yeah. It's needless to say that we will be looking forward to our beloved Prime Minister's support and the Chief Minister's support. <laughs> Everybody across should hear about this institution, and uh, they'll feel proud. Every Indian would feel proud about what we've created. Yeah. And not just not just globally, but what what is going to how it's going to impact the world of entrepreneurs, professionals, and young leaders in a positive way. Wow, this sounds really amazing, and I can't wait to be back here. I need an exclusive on this, Jimmy. Sure, <laughs> you know, I promise you. Another podcast, especially about your new project. Done. So thank you so much, Jimmy Mystery, for having me here. I mean, a friend and an amazingly dynamic person. Uh, I am really honored to be having this time with you, and I look forward to our next chat very soon. Pleasure is mine. Uh, lovely speaking to you, Minakshi. All the best for whatever you're doing. I'm sure it's going to go great guns, <laughs> and you'll you'll have more and more following and listeners by the millions. <laughs> Good luck you. to you. Thank you so much. So there you have it, everyone. Dreaming big and making it happen is Jimmy's mantra, as amazingly put together by this motivational figure. Combine vision and passion to be unstoppably successful. Don't you agree? So go on then, empower yourself with all that we have shared with you today and go make all of your dreams come true too. Thank you again my lovely audience for listening and join me again next Friday and every Friday at 5 p.m. Indian Standard Time for more amazing conversations ahead. For more on today's podcast and all the updates Check out my Instagram and Facebook page, Minakshi Kuwadikar, and feel free to email me anytime on empowerbyminakshi at gmail.com. Keep smiling, keep shining, have a fantastic day everyone, and don't forget to own it.